My parents abandoned me after I got married, and now they're begging for forgiveness? I say, F no. Am I the asshole? You know, uh, when you get abandoned, you want me to not abandon you. Yeah, I think if you abandoned me, the abandoning, the abandonment is equal. This is Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Newton says so, and so do I. Two-way street, baby. Two-way street. So... TLDR, I'm married to my former boss. Uh-oh. Boss daddy? Boss daddy. <laughs> You've heard of boss baby. Oh, God. I've heard of boss daddy. He grew up. Parents did not. <laughs> he grew up. Parents did not take to the marriage as well as I'd hoped and ignored me for five years, <laughs> only to reach out when they saw a fifth anniversary Facebook post that mentioned our kids. So they're like, oh shit, they had kids now. Now, now all of a sudden you're you're oh, oh you're crawling you. back like their baby. Do I let them back in or do I ignore them? So here's the uh, we're gonna get some more details on the sitch. But that's the that is the question here, ladies and gentlemen. Does OP let them back in or ignore them? So my husband, 30 male, used to be my boss. About nine years ago, I started working as his assistant. We spent about two and a half years ignoring our mutual attraction until we gave in. Oh. We then went to HR, who reassigned me. And the whole thing was strictly above the board from the time we began dating. So basically, it's like, oh, damn, we can't keep our hands off each other. HR, reassign me so we can just get into each other's pants. I, I mean, that's pretty That's, that's pretty good. Board. Like yeah. They didn't even like... I, I could see like uh, people getting together in an office relationship where it's like you don't tell the the company. I don't think that's like yeah. immoral per se because sometimes those rules are are whatever. But yeah. they they followed all the rules. Like nobody also, got hurt. Like, I feel like of like you're spending six to eight hours of your day every day at an office. Yeah, and if you got a hot coworker and you're a hot coworker, like. There's the humans are human. Humans be human. That's there's true. bound to be like there's bound to be some attraction at some level at some point, maybe. But do you take a dookie where you eat? I I think generally no, because it's a little it's it's a little dicey. But do I do I fault anyone for getting feelings in an office? No. You know what makes it a lot easier? Chop if, your penis off. I was gonna say if you already eat ass, but damn, we went with a nuclear <laughs> option. <laughs> Oh, my God. Be a eunuch. Okay. Um, I got pregnant about a year later, and my husband and I decided to just get married. Love is in the air. While we'd only been really dating for one and a half years, we knew each other completely. I mean, we worked together. We did spreadsheets, and then we spread those sheets. Oh, my God. We loved each other, lived together, and there was a baby on the way. We knew how it would look, but I had to leave the company anyway due to problems with my new boss. Like, he wasn't giving me all the special attention that I used yeah. to get. All that one-on-one -on -one time I got with the, my previous boss for some reason wasn't happening. Oh, God. So we didn't anticipate this causing any issues except with my parents. They, 62 male and 57 female, have always been overprotective. So I knew they wouldn't like me dating my boss. And I hadn't told them, but I had to tell them if I wanted them at my wedding. Right. Dang. They, we're already up to the point of her having a child with him and they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Dang. We decided to be mostly honest with them about how it was strictly professional until it wasn't. <laughs> how the second it got unprofessional, we went to HR 
I love how they're saying this. It's like in a memo. The moment we got unprofessional, uh, we went directly to HR. That's right. And like HR is like, wait, how did it get unprofessional? Well, um, he came to my apartment about oh five hours, and uh, we engaged into some synergistic yes. uh, activity that uh, lasted between six and sixteen minutes. Our general, our genitals were cross pollinating all kinds of ideas. Yes, uh, let us just say it was for the good of the company, so we could have uh, better team bonding. Oh yes, maximize <laughs> sincerely all- yours. Me, <laughs> how uh, how we had how he had never taken advantage of me, but now we wanted to get married and we wanted them there. We did not mention the baby because I felt that giving them that information in addition to the rest all at once would just break them. Which I feel like the probably thing that I would be feeling as a parent in this situation at this point would be like, why did you keep all of this from me? Yeah, it's, yeah, like. That's so much to keep the, away. The baby should have been the, the point. They're thinking yeah. like, oh, we're going to get married. Now we have to tell them. No, it's you're having a baby. Yeah. And now you have to tell them. Yeah. In my opinion. I was only about four months along when the wedding happened. So the bump was easily hidden by a flowy dress. The wedding itself went off without a pitch. And apart from my mother pulling me into the bathroom shortly before the ceremony to ask if I was sure about this. <laughs> nice. You sure? Sure. Sure. Want to go through with this? As I'm in my wedding gown. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, better than doing it in public, I guess. Yeah, better than saying, I object. <laughs> like, Are you sure, sweetheart? Yeah, yeah. Bobby really down the street is a real nice guy. Yeah. Let me set you guys up. Just, yeah. you know, maybe <laughs> hey, give him a day. quick call before you go through this whole thing. <laughs> I'll FaceTime him right now. Yeah, 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 don't worry. I got you. Um, which I said I was, my parents seemed to take it well. The ceremony and reception were at two different venues, and we had to travel from one to the other, and my parents never arrived at the reception. I called them and got ignored. And then my brother called them, and they told him that they were going home. I don't remember the exact reason they gave, but it amounted to them being tired and uncomfortable. I tried contacting them after the wedding, but found that I was blocked on everything except email, which I used to send them a long letter essentially saying that I'm an adult who made an adult choice, and I hope they can respect that. Five years later. Oh, oh, my God. You okay there? (laughs) No. (laughs) Damn. Five years. Man's coughing up a lung over here. (laughs) I have not heard from my parents since my wedding. My husband and I are not big on social media in general, but I recently posted something for our fifth anniversary in which I mentioned our two kids and a third on the way. Within a month of making this post, my parents left a voicemail saying they saw the post and having no idea that they had grandchildren previously now want to meet them. (sighs) I haven't responded and there have been a few follow-ups since then asking why I haven't. There's a little bit more. But what do you think so far? I think I hate everyone. Yeah. The the OP is stupid for hiding the like before the wedding for anything, hiding the baby. Yeah. Now, there are t- totally scenarios where it's better to not tell like the grandparents, you know. Yeah, Ma- but this seems like it doesn't the, seem like if this is the you case. want to have that relationship with your parents, yeah. which maybe OP didn't, but yeah. if you like I think they wanted them at the wedding. Yeah. So it's like but you should you should just be you should just say what the whole the whole dealio is. Yeah, just like I f- maybe maybe if they told them in the first place, they maybe they wouldn't have gone yeah. crazy. But they, and then you you say you're tired and uncomfortable at their wedding, which uh 
get get out of my face yeah, with that. Yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's a sick move. The dumbest thing ever. And, and are then, you sure? Are you sure? And then you block them for five years. Five years is pretty. That feels unforgivable. That maybe not unforgivable, but I would have a hard time. Like you, you would have to prove to me that you actually want to be in my life after that point. Everyone's a maniac. Yeah, everyone's crazy. That's okay. what I'm saying. So, who's crazier? My money's on parents for sure. Five years, that's crazy. Five years, yeah. I'll I'll go parents. I'll go parents. So, I don't know what to do, but my gut instinct is that five years is too long and it's about the kids, not about them respecting my choices or relationship. However, I can't help but feel that I'm being unfair. And my brother agrees because I told them in my email that if they could learn to respect my choice in my marriage eventually, then we could talk. And now I'm retroactively applying a time limit. Wait, I'm confused. Like, uh, oh, like they're saying five years is too much. Like I'm retroactively saying, hey, that was way too long to ghost me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, five years a long time. Yeah, it is. Edit can't find a way to work this in organically, but my husband is not white. I am, as are my parents. I don't think this is a race thing or that my parents are racist and neither does my husband. And we don't understand why they want to meet our mixed race children if they were racist. But this element is still gnawing at me. Should I reach out to them? If I did, how would we go about rebuilding the relationship? And there is an update and it's juicy. Oh, goodness. I'm ready to suckle at the teat of its juicy information. TLDR. They're racist. There you go. There you freaking go. And let me tell you why. So tell me. I asked to talk yesterday. We were on a Zoom within an hour. It was my parents and me and my husband. They asked to see the kids and I said they could see them eventually dependent on them earning our trust and convincing us they were going to be a positive addition to the kids lives. They asked to start by reading a letter that they claimed to have written on my wedding day. It said that they were uncomfortable with me marrying my former boss and they thought he took advantage of me. So they left between the wedding and the reception to avoid a scene, but they wanted me to know they were here for me despite their issues with him. They added that they would have sent this to me the morning after my wedding, but then I sent my email about them needing to respect my choices and they were so ashamed they couldn't bring themselves to send theirs. Stop. Which means like, uh, asha- like were they like ashamed that for like at themselves or ashamed at her? I think ashamed at themselves, which is dumb. Why? Well, I hope they should be ashamed of themselves. They, no, no, no. They should be ashamed of themselves, but so ashamed that oh, what was me? We're not gonna. We're talk not to gonna you for five years. Talk to you for what? Like obviously, reach out and and. Yeah. I'm confused. I'm I'm still confused. I yeah. think it maybe maybe they're ashamed at you, her. You could be right. Um. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Seeing my anniversary post made them realize how much they've missed in five years and they really don't want to miss anymore. I had some questions like what was the big deal with me marrying my former boss? And they said that it just wasn't what they had in mind for my wedding day and my future spouse. I asked why they even came to the wedding at all if they didn't support the marriage. And my dad responded that he wanted to walk his daughter down the aisle as it was the only chance he'd get. The way it was phrased implied that they had intentionally only come to the wedding so he could give me away and always planned to leave halfway. And because he said my daughter and didn't talk to me directly, it was pretty clear he was thinking about my older sister who passed away. Oh, that's sad. 
My husband caught that too and said that if they were talking about me, they should address me directly. Then added that if they had planned to leave, they should have told us as we wouldn't have invited them. And the fact that they waited five years to reach out was going to take more reasons than shame as a father. He couldn't understand how they could just ignore their daughter for years only to get back in touch when we had kids. My dad snapped that he wasn't going to take and so this is what the, the husband is saying, right? right? And then my dad snapped that he wasn't going to take this from a cushy. What's a cushy? Apparently it's a slur meaning dark skinned cushy. I've never heard that one. I don't, I don't think I have either. I guess that's good. <laughs> that was, that yeah. we both haven't heard it. <laughs> C-U-S-H-I. Oh, it's a... The word cushy or cushy is a Hebrew word generally used in the Hebrew Bible to refer to a dark skinned person of African descent. I see. Okay. Okay. So it's like a Hebrew slur, slur. For, for dark skinned people. My mother immediately tried to run damage control, but I ended the call, which probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. They have since messaged me several. So maybe it's less about him being the boss. And more about and more that. about the color of his skin. Yep. Fucked. They have since messaged me several times trying to explain that calling my husband a racial slur wasn't indicative of a racist attitude. <laughs> and he wouldn't have said that in front of the kids. So they should still get to meet them. I, I wasn't going to be racist in front of the kids, guys. I mean, I'm a reasonable dude. And the thing is, like, the kids are mixed. So it's like. Like I could understand as a parent <sighs> after hearing that mm -hmm. being like, why would I want my kids subjected to that subjected to the racism that affects them too? basically getting raised with uh, uh, with self self hatred. Exactly. And, yeah. Nope. You're that, gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're the And and the five years John, I have these like bumps on my neck Ooh. it kind of like i don't know feels like a rash i'm not sure if it's from surfing yeah. or if i have like an infectious disease kind of gross kind of gross so i've been a little worried yeah. and i don't want to be worried anymore yeah that you, you shouldn't be you should fix it and i think there's one way to fix it it's going on zocdoc literally right now yeah. and searching for dermatologists near me i actually just found one 2.8 miles away has 4.91 stars 169 views and there's an appointment tomorrow what are you what are you doing here right now? I'm obviously uh going to go to ZocDoc <laughs> right this second. Let's do it. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you. And instantly book appointments with them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for ones that take your insurance. And treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too. So go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash OKOP, ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I spent five years wondering how they were so offended by me marrying my boss that it earned no contact for half a decade. Turns out they're just racist. It's almost nice to find out. If it was just the boss thing, I would have sympathy for them and we might even be able to reconcile. But with this, it's now just a question of if I'm going to knowingly expose my mixed race children to a couple of racists, which I am obviously not going to do. So my question to you, John, and also to everyone, so tippy tap in the comments, do you think OP made the right decision? Is is the right decision to cut the parents out completely? Um, and also hypothetical here. Yeah. What if it was, what if it, the, the racist comment was not made, the parents were not racist, would the five years of silence be enough to uh, employ the same result of like, Hey, I'm still not going to, I don't want, I don't want you to be around my kids because who does that? Yeah. So those are the two, two scenarios. First scenario one, what actually happened? Yeah. Do you think OP made the right decision? And scenario two, minus the racism. Do uh, if you subtract that from the conversation, do you think OP should make the same decision? Yeah, I, I definitely think in scenario number one, like absolutely, you do not have to have the grandparents in your life. And especially, I mean, it's like like having racist grandparents around like you, like, like you said, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to have them growing up with self-hatred. They're going to be raised with with self-hatred and it's just going to skew so many things for them um, that. You, you you just you just can't have that. That's not to say that you can't, you know, you could work with them, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully help them change your ways. But that is not your responsibility or your husband's responsibility no. or your children's responsibility. It's not it's that's that's not on on you guys. Yeah. Um, so that and I, you know, like at this point. I don't know whether we need to protect these old people. Like, protect, yeah, like that's the, the your, thing. your first obligation is to protect your children exactly. from this, this kind of ideology. Pr- pr- protect the people who are getting harmed versus protecting the people who are giving the harm. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. They can leave in scenario number one. And in scenario number two, it's like if you leave my life for five years without a peep. Yeah. Oh, that already. Like, I, it's just like. Which is what OP was asking. Why? Yeah. Like, what is there has to be, even if they're even if they're not uh, racist or, you know, there has to be some some big reason why, which makes them like not suit. How, how can I trust you? Yeah. You know what I mean? That I will don't get my hopes up that like, oh, maybe my children could have good supportive grandparents in their life and that you'll just leave again. Yeah. You know, so completely fucked situation so fucked over here so fucked i want to know what everyone else would do or if you've had a scenario like i'm i'm sure this has happened like you know uh i'm sure everyone's grandparents have said questionable things oh yeah um so i'm curious what is the most questionable thing that your grandparents have said and what is your response to that yeah 
These comments are about to be hot. I have I have a story. I have a story, but I I just I can't I can't say it because I only have I only have one grandparent, uh, and I don't want to throw. There's no plausible deniability. Yeah, it it was more. It wasn't racist to to be clear. Okay, Um, but it was weird. It involves my ex girlfriend too. Oh, man, I wish I could say it. I don't want to. Say, I'm not going to say it. I'm don't say, say it. Don't say, say it. it. But it's We're it, going to keep y'all guessing. It's, 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 it's more funny than it is anything else. Yeah. But anyways, you know what I really want to hear? This next story. Yeah, I do. Okay. Let's get into it. My boyfriend keeps falling asleep before we do the nasty, but I want a bone. Should I break it off? Am I the a-hole? Yes. Yeah. Don't just break off the uh, the... Don't just break off the relationship. Break gotta, off that wiener. Well, actually, it might be bone. hard if he's sleeping and it's soft. You know, just all right. You know what? I think the issue is you're playing ratatouille when mm. you should be playing that booty. Just literally like taking the picture of your ass, put it, airplay it onto the telly and then make him watch that. That's and interesting. like, hey, you could be experiencing the real thing. That's a great move. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, instead of watching or I was about to say, instead of watching Game of Thrones, watch Game of Bones. But Game of Thrones is basically already porn. The, it, yeah, so just put yeah. on like the sexiest episode of Game of Thrones. I, I have started watching it for the first time. And yeah, I and you're fully attest. erect. I'm I'm in. I'm in there, baby. Yeah. yeah. That, Game of Thrones is just foreplay for watching with your partner. It so. really is. Hey, pro tip. There you go. You're welcome. You're okay, welcome, your OP. Pro Do that. tip. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? All right. (laughs) So I, 34 female, met my current boyfriend, 31 male, a few months ago, and we instantly connected on an emotional, intellectual, and just uh, everything kind of level. That sounds great. If you're picking up what OP's putting down. She's throwing it down. Mm. Making that booty bounce. Boink. I wonder if like anyone has ever broken someone's pelvis by like throwing it down too hard. Has to be. Has to be. Pure math. Yeah. Pure Has math. To. Yeah. <laughs> pure math. If you've ever had your pelvis broken from beating it too hard, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. Oh, man. Back to the story. <laughs> we just clicked. We essentially lived together. When we first met, he lived an hour away, but already had been planning to move back home to help his parents as they're both in poor health. His home is about a 10-minute drive from where I already live, and we just fell into a comfortable routine of him coming home after work. We both get up around 6 a.m. That's early. That's that's pretty early, especially yeah. together as, yeah. a, as a unit. Man, yeah. kudos. You're already starting the relationship yeah. <laughs> off completely in sync. Um, since we've been spending every night together, I became more aware of the fact that he falls asleep before his head even hits the pillow. <laughs> Yo, that's so me though. Yeah, I've I've had girlfriends get mad at me for falling asleep. I'm like, yo, she's like, hey, want to go to bed? And I'm like, yeah. And then I go to bed and I'm asleep. I, I thought I thought I was the only one, dude. <laughs> I think it's just the fellas, dude. If I'm a tired boy, I I'm gonna fall. I remember I went on a Tinder date with this girl, and she would want she would want to come over like at like midnight yeah and her name was maddie maddie tinder in my phone um (laughs) and (laughs) she would come over at like midnight and would want to like netflix and chill right yeah so we'd watch 15 minutes of a movie right and then do do the deed do the deed and then we would cuddle and like like finish the movie but i would fall asleep instantly yeah and she uh would then just leave after i fell asleep 
<laughs> Which I was like, I was fine with her staying over. Fair. But you come over at midnight, like I, I'm not gonna be able to make it through. Yeah, I'm like, gonna be so tired. Why, why, why? Like, is the movie really necessary? I'm gonna be completely honest. It's like the movie is not necessary. It's not necessary. necessary. If you want to finish the movie, expect me to fall asleep. And so uh, after a while, she got mad at me uh, and said that I was an asshole for not walking her out and falling asleep. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. But I I'm, like falling asleep to the movie. You do like falling asleep to movies. <laughs> I love yeah. life. I love falling asleep That's to movies. That's what movie. it is. I think you've you've trained yourself so to much that asleep, you're just yeah. Pavlovian dog. Just I like, know, dude. Movie. <laughs> I, I put on Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse on the plane, out the whole plane. You're 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 in the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's back to the story. <laughs> um, we usually get into bed a few hours before to watch a movie slash TV show slash play Mario Kart, etc. And about 95% of the time, it's just me sitting up awake till 10 or 11 p.m. Man needs his beauty sleep. <laughs> he does, bro. I mean, like, I've had another girlfriend get mad at me for uh like when we I, I would fall asleep and she's like why don't you want to talk to me in bed and like talk for hours and i'm like girl i'm tired i'm tired, I'm tired. it's not that i don't care for you yeah it's just that i need to sleep I and I'm, and, oh my god i've had this conversation so many times some boys just need rest. I feel you. I'm a sleepy boy too. I'm a yeah. sleepy boy. Oh, for some context, I have a history of spectacularly terrible former long-term more than two years partners, particularly when it came to our sex lives. I think I've developed this expectation of the honeymoon phase of sex during the first year or so of the relationship. And then it turns into unhealthy expectations Crap, I just mm. lost it. Lack of communication and just downhill from there. I was hell bent on trying to develop a stronger sense of what I want in the sexual part of my next relationship before meeting my current boyfriend. On the occasion, we do have sex or even foreplay, messing around, etc. It's been great. I think because my boyfriend rarely, if ever, initiates. He's communicative, doesn't rush, and he's attentive to me. It's not the lack of passion at all, but the problem is we often go days without even kissing each other ex aside from a goodbye kiss in the morning. So it sounds like the intimacy is not really there. It's, 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 yeah. it's lacking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lacking. not the sleep. It's the lack of intimacy. That's right. Um, I'm still sort of conflicted on the sphere of our relationship. Not really sure if I feel like something's actually wrong here or if it's just different from what I expect. But his whole falling asleep the moment we get into bed thing has definitely been a significant factor <laughs> in how often we've been intimate together. Now, OP did say uh, that OP, OP said that uh, she's up until like 10 or 11. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm he has to be falling asleep before 10 like or 11. Nine. Is he not? Like nine's pretty bad. Like That's which like sometimes. I fall asleep early, man. I wake hey, up early. I fall asleep listen, early. What are you saying? 9, 9 p.m. is dark. I it's think dark. the sun is asleep. I'm asleep. I think 9 p.m. is a, a fantastic bedtime in the realm of expectations. If someone wants is, you know, more of a night owl. I think some point past 9 p.m. is is reasonable. All to right. ask for you know but and i'm in your, i'm in your corner trust me bro i bro i used to fall asleep at 8 p.m some days when i was single like i am so in your corner but like Damn, 9 p.m is single life is crazy yeah. <laughs> when i was single you were better bet i was falling asleep at 8 p.m i literally some days would i was so over optimized i would turn off all the lights at like 8 p.m to protect my melatonin wow and i'd just be cooking salmon in the dark and putting <laughs> 
Chick-fil-A sauce on it. And then falling asleep at 830. I'm not lying. My life was sad. Oh, help oh, out man. your boy. We're better now. Yeah, some boys like the sleep. Some, some boys, boys are sleepy like boys. Sli- okay, yeah, some we're... boys are sleepy boys. <laughs> Little s- couple of Snorlaxes over here. Yeah, dude, for sure. Oh, I'm still sort of conflicted on the sphere of our relationship. Not really sure if I feel like something's actually wrong or if it's just different from what I expect. But his whole falling asleep the moment we get into bed thing has definitely been a significant factor in how often we've been intimate together, which I honestly do wish was more frequent and not just at night. I've basically spoken openly about all of this to him, but we haven't really come to a resolution of any kind or truly discussed it as an explicit issue. It's making me feel like I just sort of live with my new best friend. Not sure what to make of this. So any advice or thoughts on the situation would be truly appreciated. Yeah, no, I say I, yeah, I, 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 I totally get her point of view. Yeah. OP, you know, if you're, once in, and also, I think it's important that like OP is like trying to communicate it, trying to find a re- resolution. Um, that's another thing, too, is like, hey, you bring something to the table and like, hey, can we work on this? And if the other person is kind of just like shutting it down or closed off or, you know, that's a, that's more of like a core relationship component where it's and like, like yeah. the thing is, like you define what kind of relationship you want to be in. Yeah. So it's yeah. like if if you. As long as you're communicative yeah. and you're not a dick and you're just saying like, hey, this is what I need in a relationship. Is that something you think you can meet me at? And if they say no, then you have your answer. If they, yeah. if they say I, they want to work on it, then, you know, that's something that you can work out. Um, and then you decide if that's still right yeah, for you or yeah, not. Yeah, I think like that's what dating is for is finding out if the relationship works. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so um, if you have a high libido, like just, you know, call me. Yeah, <laughs> his number is <laughs> almost, almost. I know a lot of you out there are begging for those digits. So actually, wait, but you, we actually do have a place that you could call us and leave oh, our stories. We do. Yeah, we actually, what we want to do is leave a story, kind of like pitch us your story and then uh, leave a callback number and we can call you and interview you on the show. We want to do That's more right. show. There's some, there's a couple coming out of us interviewing uh, fans of the show. That's right. And so we want to do more of that. So John, what's the number? It is 440-508-6567. Oh, if you, you can literally call it right now. Do we have a voicemail set up for it? We do. It tells people how to, I'll play, I'll play it for you. Okay, cool. It tells people how to submit their stories. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, do it. Do it. Also, let's do this next story. Let's do it. Hey there, beautiful. You just reached the OKOP hotline. It's so high. You got two big fat sexy thumbs. Big sexy thumbs. You know what we want you to do with those thumbs? Stick those little piggies right into Spotify and slide them in OKOP's about section and rate five stars. Or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, God. You're going to make me comments on how many five-star reviews we received. Thanks, beautiful. 